Hi, you are watching Sipping Off the Cuff on TequilaAficionado.com. That's part of Tequila Aficionado Media. I am Mike Morales here in San Antonio and in San Diego. Rick Levy. <laughs> Rick Levy, our guy in San Diego, our second-in-command, who has been helping us out with our Sipping Off the Cuffs. And, and Rick, we have just fallen all over ourselves with, with Tres Ochos, 888, not to be confused with 88 Tequila. Because there is an 88 tequila that's that's based out of the city of or, or tequila ocho <laughs> or tequila ocho for that matter. This is this adds one more ocho, uh, you know. And, and so you got three of these. And look at the logo on this thing, man. I don't know if, you, yeah. if anybody is even check it out. Where's this tequila? That's an agave head. That's so pina. cool. A pina and and look at the embossed embossed medallions on the covers and crack it open. Oh. Show yes. us what's inside. Look, look what's inside. It's wrapped in tissue. I, you know, I don't know about you, Rick, but I love stuff wrapped in tissue. I, I, it's, it's like opening like up Christmas. a present. It's like Christmas, <laughs> or, or you know, that's why Tiffany is always at Tiffany Blue. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then, then look at that gold against that yellow. Wow. Don't get rid of the paper yet. Hold up yours. Hold up your uh, añejo against the yellow paper. Can you can you see it? See, look at that deep dark color. Wow. This is this is now now here's the thing though, Rick. Remember we were talking about the the the, the you said that this was aged eleven months. Eleven months in white oak. We're not sure. This if is the reposado, right? And this is the anijo, and, and and you can see that there's there's. Only a slight variation in color. How long are these, uh, the age, the añejos, do you know? They say three years. This is a three-year añejo? Really? That's what they said. Wow. Okay, so if that's the case, then I'm, I'm going to stand by what I said. And these, guys, these are probably used barrels. In order to get that much color. I, I think so, because if this were a new barrel, it'd be way darker. I mean, the uh, for three years... Now, and, and again, this distillery is known a lot for its añejos. It, it really does great barrel management. If you're familiar with Tonala, you know, they it do not a only lot does it with, with different types and sizes of barrels. There. They, they, uh, they have a bottle, a glass version of Tonala. I think the, don't they make a four year? And, it, and if I'm not mistaken, I have had it. I had it the first year, the first trip I ever took to, to tequila. And for me, it was really too sweet, but it but it's it's a well known. I believe it's a four year añejo. It's over three for sure. Um, at the time, there were añejos. There were no extra añejos, but now I guess you could consider them extras. And and it had a beautiful deep color. You know, it was a a, a very rich color, not unlike this one. Okay, but I don't know. I don't know what what to expect on the flavor. Well, I would really like to know if they're using used barrels or not. Because a lot of times when used barrels are utilized, they'll say, you know, used American oak. Right. But here they're just saying white oak, which had me thinking of like the uh, Terran Sub barrels that Casanoble uses from France. Right. Um, but and those are virgin. They use a virgin barrel. Those yeah. barrels are made for them. So, yeah. I, I don't know. And, you know, I wasn't, uh, with the uh, Reposado, I wasn't getting a lot of the sweetness that you would often get from uh, 
from like a used whiskey or bourbon barrel. I, I know so that they, I know that it'll be interesting to see how sweet this añejo is. Well, I know new or used, they have to be most often they're recharred. You know, I think I think that's part of of using a used barrel. You know, so you don't yeah. So it doesn't taste completely like whiskey, but you don't lose the. You know, you get some more of the oils that come that come through on the on the wood. I don't know. I don't know how they do their barrel well, management. Well, the is going to contribute a lot to the color as well. Yeah, that, that's why I'm a little surprised that this is a three year, and and it's almost as dark as their reposado. I mean, it's maybe a shade darker, but not by much. Yeah. It, and you can see I'm using a, the Glencairn, and you can see the. Of course, I have a red. I have a I have a red background, so see if you can see. There you go. Yeah, it's still really coating the glass as it did with the Blanco and the Reposado. Yep, yep. Not oh, nice! Holy cow! And what we were saying. What we were saying with the Blanco is that uh, we think they might be doing some large cuts on the heads and tails, reducing possibly some of the complexity, but really focusing on the heart of the distillation, which would you know really give you strong uh, agave aromas and flavors. Yeah, it was very agave, green agave forward. Uh, that and and you didn't lose it either on the on the reposado. You know that's. For me, the repo, the aging in the wood, just gave it one more layer of complexity. Because, you know, the, the, the Blanco in and of itself was not, as we said, it wasn't, it wasn't too difficult to pin down. So there wasn't a whole lot of complexity going on there. But it starts to happen when, when you age it more in the wood. I love how this smells. Wow, this has got a great nose. Yeah. It, yeah, it, you know, really does. It follows the Reposado. Much stronger nose and, and sweeter on the nose, too. Yeah, the, uh, the agave aromas are probably beginning to get muted a bit. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I can't pick it out so much um, in the Añejo like I did in the Reposado. You can still pick it out. Wow. This smells really, really good, though. Sweet. I'm getting. I'm getting like um, maybe some brown sugar on on the nose a little bit. Wood for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's got it's got whiskey wood in it. You know what I mean? That's what it really reminds me of a of a whiskey. Um, we won't know really until we start to take intake a little bit. Yeah, we're wondering uh, what the uh, sweetness is going to be. Okay, you're still getting that explosion in the middle of your palate. Yeah, yeah. I think um, when we did the reposado, I was talking about how with reposados, I'm used to, you know, some of the edges kind of being rounded out from the Blanco. Mm -hmm. And we can get that with the reposado, which was, you know, really, a, a, you know, a, a pleasant surprise, I guess. Yeah. It was like, you know, the... Nothing the nothing was lost from the Blanco, and then a layer of complexity was added by the wood in the Reposado. Mm -hmm. And then here in the Añejo, 
is where I'm starting to feel like some, maybe some of the edges are getting rounded a bit. Yeah, yeah, this is definitely more, um, and I would say whiskey forward because I think it, it's going in, it's going in dry and it finishes sweet. Um, I don't think the, I don't think that I'm not getting the bourbon style where it goes in, it goes in sweet and finishes dry. I'm getting the reverse here, but you know, it, I'm getting some dryness at the front, but there's a nice sweet finish. Which really complements the finish because the finish has been medium to none. You know, it's not a long finish on this uh, on on any of the three you know um, yeah. uh, varietals. So. You know, I get I, I still get like a light pepper finish. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that in the middle of my palate. Still explodes, you know. Mm -hmm. But what a it's a very pretty nose. Now, yeah, and what I like about it is that it's not it's not super sweet. You know, the uh, the sweetness is really tempered, mm -hmm. you know, and this is really kind of like my sweet spot because I, I don't like super, I don't like sweet tequila. I don't either, um, you know, not as a rule, not that there's anything wrong with it. It's just, it's just not, you know, some of them are, are easy to intake and other ones are just way too cloying for me. Um, I believe that when they when they dropped this, your shipment off to you in San Diego, they said they were headed for San um Las Vegas. Yes. They were headed for a cigar show, not the Big Smoke, which which is cigar aficionado, but they were headed for the other cigar magazine is having a function there. Um, I'm not. I I don't. I don't think Rick, you're a cigar guy. I'm not a smoker. No. I, I I am. I would say that the Reposado is really more cigar forward than the Añejo. This Añejo is a, a little bit sweeter, so. If you were gonna pair, if I was gonna pair this with a cigar, I I would go I would go with something that would that would be kind of a uh, an in between, more of a mild cigar as opposed to something really robust, because uh, I would want to pair these as opposed to you know fight them. If I had a cigar that was too robust, it would because of the sweetness of this tequila, yeah. I, I I think it, they would they would they would fight each other. That you know they they'd be at odds um, because this this. Añejo is not super strong, but it's not really sweet either. So I think a for me a mild Nicaraguan or anything any any mild blend that 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 you know somebody out there who who smokes maybe even more than me would want to pair it. But I think I think it's very pairable with a cigar. Uh, they probably did the right thing and headed to Vegas to do a, a cigar show. I think it, it's smart for them to do that. I think this entire line has been very accessible and, uh, you know, solidly crafted. Um, not, uh, you know, it's not the most adventurous pick. Um, mm. it's not a, uh, it's not a weak pick. Um, it's, you know, right down the center, I think. I think so too. I, I think, you know, um, when, when I first came across them, they were doing a lot of, um, a lot of, um, promotions in Asia. So my first thinking was that they weren't available in the U.S., but obviously they are. And we were real fortunate, you know, enough to, to have them um, uh, send us samples. And then, and then of course, you, you received yours. They've been so accommodating. They're actually coming with us on our, on our sipping, our, our, on our uh, Heartland tour. So I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what we, what we can pair this with, you know, whether, and, and, you know, Lisa is looking forward to apple picking and and cheese pairing and stuff that that is traditionally 
very Midwestern. And yet, I think a lot of the tequilas that are coming on with us, are, people are going to be really, really surprised how how easily pairable they are, you know? Yeah. Um, I can certainly see the Blanco getting paired with, like, a, a green apple. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. Uh, you I know, can some... see, honestly, I can see this Añejo with some, some nice pears and apples as well, baked maybe. Because I I think it leans more toward a dessert like a like a digestive, not super sweet, but it kind of leans in that direction. I could uh, probably go with like a, a gala apple with this fresh. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. So it'll be it'll be a lot of fun to be able to you know play around with that. But I I think I think the whole line is worthy of a brand of promise nomination for Blanco, Repo, Añejo, and obviously. You gotta love you gotta love a tequila company that, that uses tissue. <laughs> yeah, they've just you know they put a lot of a lot of attention into their design, and you can even see like some of the uh, you know just the curvature of the lines and the styling. You can see where they're sort of picking up on some Southeast Asian influences there. I think so too. I think you're right. I, I think they're trying to be. Uh, uh, and successfully so. I think they're trying to be everything for every market that they decide that they're going to go in. And and they already know. If I if I just from judging from what I've had and what we've seen, I'm willing to bet that they already know which markets that they were they were planning on hitting to begin with. Anyway, that that that's probably part of the entire business plan. Anyway, um, I think I think it's very hardy though. I don't know. I don't know about the the Asian palette. You know, I'm I, I I've never I've never traveled there, so I'm not sure what the people enjoy. But I think I think they I think for maybe their palate, this would be a great adventure for them. Yeah, and you know, it really features the agave. Right. Um, it uh, you know sort of removes a lot of the uh, the uh, other things you might get with uh, you know more complexity that's added by you know playing with the heads and tails a bit you know they're really focusing on the agave mm-hmm. and uh, it keeps it very accessible and uh, you know enjoyable well you know and, and again um, uh, the the Asian market for whiskey is very popular as well so I think the whiskey forward you know aging that they've that they've done is also very they've been really successful I I think in you know, if we start to zero in on what markets we feel that they're that they're concentrating on, I think they've accomplished what they set out to do. You know, in, in a very in a very elegant way, I, I believe that this is, and and not just for of course the Asian market, but now they're now they're in the states. So you know, keep an eye out for them. I'm I'm not exactly sure what the price points are. Neat part about it is it is uh, probably going to. I think the Blanco is uh, 40, Reposado 45, and Yeho 50. Wow, very accessible so, pricing. Yeah. Wow, this is a this is a steal. This is a hey, go pick yourself up. You have no excuse. Pick yeah. yourself up a bottle and then let us know if you're watching us on our YouTube channel. Right down at the bottom, put you know, let us know what you think. Give us your comments. We'd be more than happy to hear from you. Again, there's very limited information that we get from their POS, but it's beautiful it stuff. Would, it would make it, as I was saying before, it would make a great host or hostess gift if you're, uh, 
you know, going to a party or... And you don't even have to wrap it. I know. <laughs> it's, it was a beautiful presentation. It, don't be you know, because I don't know about you, but I gift wrap really badly. <laughs> <laughs> you always know when they, the kids always know when they get a present from me because, oh, Mike did this, huh? <laughs> Just scratch the price tag off from the liquor store. That, that's it, you know, and call it done because you, you're going to be a big hit. I'm Mike Morales here in San Antonio. Rick Levy in San Diego. You have been watching Sipping Off the Cuff, where we have been talking about Tres Ochos, 888 Tequila, get a hold of them. Brand of Promise nominee, Blanco Repo and Añejo, and for packaging, you can't go wrong. Uh, again, if you're at uh, watching us on, on, on uh, YouTube, subscribe, will you? Subscribe down there. And as, as always, as we say in English, we'll now say it in Spanish. Tomar sabiamente. Sí. <laughs>